You're listening to Brand to Brand, a not so serious marketing show for serious marketers. With your host, Thomas Sterling. Hey, everybody. Today on the show, we're talking about drones. We'll take a look at brands like Wing and Skydio to discuss how the future of commerce is being developed in the skies above. All right, let's kick things off. Welcome back in the studio again. It's finally time. We've talked about doing this for quite a while. And we're talking about drones. Yeah, you're a drone pilot, technically, so... Yes, I did do an <laughs> online course, and it was a lot of work. <laughs> There's a lot of studying involved in that afternoon. I feel like this similar to getting officiated... <laughs> Wait, is that by what it's the, called? By the yeah. uh, International Church of... Becoming an officiant? Web. Yes. Mm. On the internet said you could legally marry people. Interesting. And fly drones. I think it requires more talent to fly the drone. There's more at risk, but I, guess I don't you know. Could marry I think the wrong person. I think public speaking is hard when there's so much at stake. <laughs> well, I don't think they teach you that in the course. You're right. They don't give you tips just, for no. It's just paperwork, <laughs> which is exactly what it required to be a drone pilot. <laughs> so drones, I think, for a lot of people, they think about the military apparatus of drones. These big, scary, flying, oversized objects. But there's a lot of cute, <laughs> lovable guys <laughs> like this that are flying. Thomas brought his drone into the air every day. I mean, that is pretty cool. I mean, tell me what you think when you think about drones. What's synonymous for you about uh, the drones? I mean, I remember just having so many ethical conversations about. Um, drones being used. Oh, I get to check this out. Yeah, go oh. ahead. Touch the drone. That's cool. Whoa, I've never touched a drone before. Um, so many ethical conversations uh, and considerations around drone strikes in the military. Mm -hmm. It was what you would hear about. You really like a president, and then you found out he used drones, and where are you on this issue? Yeah. Uh, is it better because it's more targeted? You don't have to worry about the life of a pilot. So many things to consider. Uh, or then just hearing about photographers having them. And now it seems like over the past few years, there are so many more businesses that have emerged, some with a, uh, you know, Uber Eats type mm. business model, others with a little bit more of a uh, humanitarian spin delivering things like medicine. So yeah. really, I think I'm someone who we know I love my dystopian fears. Um, I see a lot of viable opportunities with drones that I'm excited to talk about today. A hundred percent. And there are so many entrepreneurs that are getting into the space and trying all sorts of new ways to utilize this technology. And with that, let's get into it. News team, assemble! Wing versus Skydio. I'm going to pick Skydio, which leaves you with Wing. And the one thing I want to say before we jump into this episode for our lovely listeners is we are talking about two different sectors in the drone space. We usually, I don't think, do that quite often when we're doing a head-to-head -head mashup. Every now and then. But typically, we try to find two businesses that are kind of following same, a similar model, yeah, addressing similar, a similar situation. Right. I think what's interesting is, so Wing is drone delivery service. They don't sell drones direct to consumers. Skydio are, uh, is a drone manufacturing company that sells them to consumers, doesn't do anything with delivery. So 
that's a typical maybe mm-hmm. from our process, but I think gives us a well-rounded view at some of the opportunities in the drone space. hundred percent. And for anybody that's listening, that's thinking about how to leverage drones, right? Ultimately you got to show multiple different ways that people are taking advantage of this. So why Skydio? Uh, this U.S.-based startup was founded by two gentlemen, Adam and Abraham, who went to MIT, which, you know, come on, a local Boston boys. Uh, in 2009, they met. They left MIT and actually helped Google launch the Project Wing project, which you're going to tell us more about, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, you know, industry working together to move it forward. Rising tides lift all boats as we're getting drones off the ground, pun intended. Um, in 2014, they founded Skydio. And in 2018, they launched their R1, which at the time, and I think still now, is widely regarded as a breakthrough in autonomous drones for consumers. What's really cool about Skydio is they sell drones direct to consumers. They have a few key areas in which they talk about their drones. The first they always lead with is adventurers. I mean, who doesn't want someone following you while you're hitting that perfect (laughs) trick in the park? (laughs) Snowboarding, skiing, any kind of fun outdoor activities. It just adds another dimension to it. Yeah, it's it's. It's incredible. There's shots that you'd never be able to get. Um, and then they also talk about infrastructure. So the the concept of going under a bridge to inspect if it needs repair without getting a human being under there. Um, and then first responders. So search and rescue opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that's really kind of the three things they lead with in their marketing. But above all, what's really cool about Skydio is their investment and pride in the artificial intelligence uh, that they've created. So they call uh, they call this their Skydio autonomy engine, and it is the most advanced artificial intelligence flying system in the world. Mm. So why are you picking Wing? Wing is a fabulous story. It actually started with X's Moonshot Factory, which is basically a diverse group of inventors and entrepreneurs that focus on startups that will make an impact in people's lives. And in their case, they were so successful, the team graduated from X and became an independent alphabet business in July of 2018. And when you were talking about the sort of landscaping timing here, drone, the drone market is not that old. These founding stories and how far these businesses have come is in a really, really short time. And it just shows the amount of evolution. Back in 2012 is when the team sort of initially set out to explore this concept of drone delivery. And the problem with drone delivery more than anything is like safety, right? And also what you could actually pick up with these tiny little vehicles and safely bring somewhere. I mean, considerations around wind. A lot of these smaller consumer grade ones, you you really shouldn't even put it up in the sky if there's a hint of rain, let alone a torrential storm. So what is it? Hey, no soup today? No soup for you? No No (laughs) drone delivered soup? (laughs) Drones certainly make it a lot easier because unlike cars, you can't just sit in traffic. You can get right from A to B, okay? But there's a lot of considerations in terms of safety, in terms of getting there. What if your delivery falls out of the drone's hands onto someone's head? Hands, you're already personifying it. Yeah, it's little hands, (laughs) little drone hands. It has those little tiny finger hands. I'm from the future. I have your lunch. (laughs) Well, it is kind of a little bit of a wild, wild west. That's what's interesting is we're talking about, you know, with Wing, 
drone delivery service, probably adhering to very specific standards. Mm-hmm. What do you do with something like Skydio? Are you putting that directly in the hands of folks mm-hmm. like, you know, yourself here with your drone, thinking about the ad campaign they ran for Father's Day about getting your father a drone? Does your father really know how to properly use that? But also, not all of these <laughs> drones actually have the ability to detect planes. Not every plane has an ability for it to even send a signal for you mm-hmm. to detect it. So, yes, you could hit a bird. You could hit a plane. You could hit Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever oh. is in the sky is a potential <laughs> target. And imagine when, I mean, we're just... What feels like we're at the on-ramp to what is a drone future, the amount of drones that are predicted to be in the skies is going to more than 10x over the next few years. I think we also have a clip with Wing's CTO talking about the technology. Let's play it. When you're flying things, you really want to make sure that those things are reliable, they're safe, um, they have a, a, you know, a low impact on the community you're operating over. And so most of the design elements on this system were sort of built to, to meet that goal. If you look at this plane, sort of as, a, as, a, as an aircraft designer, this, this isn't sort of what I would normally think of as, as like what a plane should look like, um, but it really is, is the outcome of all of those design constraints. Um, you know, at the most fundamental level, uh, we're basically like if you took a, a you know a normal multi-rotor you know quadcopter and sort of smushed it together with a regular airplane. Um, so we can take off uh, vertically, hover like a helicopter, and then these rotors up front will turn on and we we accelerate up to to sort of flying speed. The hover motors turn off and we can cruise efficiently on on the wing there. What's fascinating about these, and obviously this is the drone setup. I think that everyone's maybe more recently akin to. Obviously, at the beginning, it was the autonomous killer vehicles that were being used on the battlefield. Now it's the annoying guy at the concert. Yeah. But (laughs) these drones look like regular planes with just lots of little rotors Mm. and spinners so that they can go straight up in the air and then they can glide on their wings for great distances, which uses less power. I mean, most of these these smaller ones, they, they have a flight time of, what, 30, 40 minutes? I mean, that significantly increases your ability to reach a cruising altitude and then just glide. But in so many ways, there's a huge commerce component in this Mm. because you look at this and you just say, there are so many things that we do that are logistics. It's like before email ever was around and people had to send physical letters. And before you could type the letters, you had to handwrite the letters. Now we have a drone technology that can deliver small things very quickly that changes the game in so many ways. Yeah, and you think about even, uh, you know, Wing is at least focused on this as well, being a delivery service. Uh, the whole concept is reducing uh, carbon emissions. Mm-hmm. It's better for the environment. Mm-hmm. I, the, the last episode mm-hmm. we did where we talked about anything even close to this was probably the John Deere BMW episode about the Consumer Electronics Show. A lot of the things we saw coming out of that were a lot of messages about the environment and creating these technologies that uh, better our lives on this planet. So Skydio actually developed this scanning software called Skydio 3D Scan, um, which is a first-of-its-kind scanning software that can create real-time models of scenes that the drone is recording. I'm thinking that can be applied to any kind of camera, right? So it was developed for drone technology, but can you not just have a camera that that's not necessarily on a drone that's completing the same thing, developing that kind of a 3D model? I mean, it's the how fast we're seeing this technology advance all centered around AI and custom software development is just phenomenal. We got a clip that we should play just to give everybody a little bit of context. And this is the CEO, I believe. Yep. Adam Bree. 
Let's hear it. Welcome to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm Adam Bree, CEO of Skydio, and we're here today to launch 3D Scan. 3D Scan is a breakthrough autonomy software product that makes it possible to capture everything from bridges to accident scenes with incredible precision. 3D Scan makes it easy to fly inspection and mapping missions that would be impossible with any other drone. This is a product we've been working on for the last 18 months, but it's building on over a decade of research and development in autonomous flight. It's at the center of what we love to do at Skydio, build autonomous systems that make drones more useful than ever before. Now, for the listeners that just heard that, it's basically like Grand Theft Auto type <laughs> visualizations that this thing is able to pull out <laughs> true, beautiful, glossy renderings that almost make me wonder if using that data, someday they'll be able to sort of extrapolate some of that information so that you could pull it right into a model or do something else with it. But it's really sophisticated stuff. And it just goes to show for those of us that just think about the drone as being a killing machine and an annoyance that there's some really sophisticated uses here. And it's nice to hear an American drone brand uh, because in so many ways, I think, to kind of shift gears and think about other brands you might want to talk about, probably what most people think of synonymously, DJI, is the juggernaut in the kind of commercial uh, prosumer and consumer drone space. This is what everybody is talking about. This is what photographers are using. This is what people are utilizing as hobbyists. They make a phenomenal product. But in so many ways, I mean, this is a Chinese manufactured drone company that is currently blacklisted by the U.S. government for fear and worry that maybe they're sharing information and insights with the Chinese government. So, I don't know. This thing could be recording us right now. <laughs> Who knows? I hope so. Let's get famous in China. <laughs> but big picture, I mean, this is a very compelling product. It is a fabulous drone, but it's nice to see just simply how many. And I was actually doing research for the show came across an article that cataloged every single drone that's being leveraged and used in the battle of, of Ukraine. Mm. And it cited those that are being used by the Russians, those that are being used by Ukraine. A tremendous amount of them are these little guys right here. They're not these huge killing machines as much as they're giving insights and preparing the, the, the troops for what's ahead. Um, and I mean, honestly, they make drones now that you can put headsets on and you can fly around kind of first person views. So those of us that have ever wanted to fly have that luxury. So they really are opening up some crazy things. Yeah. And we're clearly talking about a bunch of different sectors of the drone space mm -hmm. to, to talk about one that's more humanitarian focused zipline. Also drones that look very different from what we saw with wing with Skydio, mm, And then yeah. what you have brought in today from DJI zipline, a company that actually started in Rwanda, uh, helping deliver medicine and blood donations to people in that country because the um, one of the founders of Zipline, um, his experience with why they got this off the ground was seeing so much medicine that had expired or blood that couldn't be used, that went to waste because it couldn't be transported to where it needed to go in this country. So they started Zipline, which again, they look, about, the drones are about the size of a person. You have to put them in a launcher. It's a little bit more intense than taking off a, you know, a Starbucks coffee and delivering it to somebody and hitting them in the head with a lemon loaf. But Zipline, interestingly enough, has the largest 
autonomous drone delivery network. This company also received the 2021 Secretary of the State's Award. They went from powering Rwanda's national blood delivery network to helping um, the COVID-19 vaccine distribution in Ghana, which is interesting. So this company is way more focused on healthcare. But what we're seeing from everybody we've talked about today, there is clearly a lot of space and a lot of pieces of pie to go around. So it doesn't seem like there's this money grab it's yet of competition. It's not fully saturated in terms of market penetration. Exactly. There's still room for new brands to come in. And I think one of the cool things about Zipline, it's not like they just started in Africa because ultimately that was where the opportunity was as much as it's funny, like doing the research for the show, hearing how in some ways how archaic and old school our air traffic control system is with all these old legacy planes that are quote unquote grandfathered in, meaning like you don't need to update the tracking information. And there's a lot of old pilots that are like, you're not tracking me. I'm not doing that. Well, that presents a real challenge when you want to put autonomous vehicles into the sky. And so some of these emerging nations have tighter restrictions and more controls and maybe somewhat newer technologies, again, because they're, you know, achieving uh, growth at a, at, a, at a later pace. And so they're able to adopt some of this newer technology. But I was just so caught one thing specifically, Zipline, supply chain transformation delivered. That was one of their positioning statements. And in a moment where we are all feeling the grunt of rising gas prices and supply chain issues, meaning we can't get what we want when we want it, drones are here. Maybe not fast enough. And now for something completely different. So if we had to put this to work, Veronica, what do you think? I have all, to do the work? We should all go out. I just, get I just came here drones. to hang out. Okay. This, right. is, this yeah. is your job. No You're work. on the clock. No work for you today. <laughs> <laughs> no work. I would just say, honestly, um, do you have a business that could utilize and leverage drones in the delivery of your product and service? And if it's not a direct relationship, yes, let's get a fleet of drones and let's experiment with them. Maybe indirectly, there's a way that you could leverage drones. And I get it. I understand. We're talking about cupcakes here. We're not even talking about full-size cakes. And there's probably a lot of us that have products or services where drones maybe don't necessarily fit in. But what about if we could utilize and leverage drones for, let's say, the delivery of a personal note? Or who knows? I mean, taking a page out of Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, at the end of the day, there's got to be ways that we haven't even necessarily thought about in terms of leveraging this drone future. And secondly... If there's no opportunity in the landscape for these drones, maybe you're a hobbyist. Maybe you want to get one to film that next family uh, reunion you have. Uh, or maybe there's other emerging technologies that are in the space that you could be leveraging, like drones, that have transformational potential for businesses. Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. So if we had to take anything away from the show today... What would it be? For me, it would be that if you're somebody with an ever-growing list of anxieties, you now have to worry about maybe getting hit in the head oh, with a drone. God. <laughs> <laughs> and mine would be the drone market is forecast to grow considerably over the next decade. And if you want a piece of that market, now's a great time to get in. And with that, we're out, folks. Thanks so much for listening to the Brand to Brand podcast. Got an idea for an episode? Hit us up at brandtobrand.co.